0: Hey, everybody. My name is Austin. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Colton. And we're three close friends who have a desire to share our lives, experiences, and our pursuit of Christ all from a biblical perspective.
1: You're listening to the Exiles Podcast. Let's talk about it. Hey everybody, we're back on Austin's podcast. (laughs) Um, Let me tell you something. It's been the joy of my life (laughs) to come alongside Austin in this supportive role and really just more than anything, lift him up and enable him to shine the way he was meant to shine. Some people have a destiny and some people's destiny is to fulfill other people's destiny. And I feel like that secondary role is what I was made for. And it has been just the sweetest. I mean, I'm getting a little emotional over here.
0: <laughs> I just
1: I, don't know how I could, you know, the opportunity. Well,
0: to, to kind of add to that, <laughs> I just uh, recently bought you a bracelet called I Am Second. <laughs> I Am Second. <laughs> Actually, With I'm the third. the exiles pie, hashtag. I'm,
1: you should get me the one that says I'm third. Why is that? Because it's Jesus Austin and then Jonathan.
0: Oh my oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> Colton's not even on the list. I don't wanna be. How do you get there? You're I... born
1: into it. <laughs> You're born into it.
2: I can't even I can't even fathom, man. I I, I just I just wanna echo oh, I wanna echo Jonathan over here that it has been such a privilege to to be asked to be. To be a you know a secondary individual in this mm. podcast with Austin Killian, I mean just the wisdom that he
0: espouses day by day into our lives is just. Uh, I'm
1: not. I I just don't know where I'd be.
0: Heavenly. Did y'all it's know heavenly. that the three bad guys on Star Wars, the the Darth Maul, General Grievous, and Count Dooku, they all add up to be Darth Vader. Darth, you know, did y'all ever notice that? Y'all ever watch Star Wars? Nope. What? They all okay. like add up. They all like are foreshadows of. Like, they're pieces of a foreshadow of Darth Vader.
2: Because Darth Maul has black and red skin. No. <gasps> Darth, Darth Vader? No, Darth Maul, Darth Maul. Yeah, he's got Darth
0: Maul. Darth Maul is filled with too. hatred, just like Darth Vader. Count Dooku is a fallen Jedi, just like Darth Vader. Count, uh, and General Grievous is a cyborg, just like Darth Vader ended up being. That was honestly the lamest thing you could have ever. ever. Well, I had to do something to deflect. deflect. Because my feelings are so hurt. We we are praising you. What are you talking about here? Mockery? I've just really enjoyed. Gasp. (laughs) I've just really enjoyed you guys being on the podcast, and here you are. Oh. How dare you. Don't put palm branches in front of me. That's all I'm saying.
1: All I know is is months ago, Austin said, will you come help me on my podcast? I begged.
0: Begged. And I said, yes,
1: I'll come help you on your podcast. And here I am. <laughs> here he is. And I'm thanking you for the opportunity to spit in it. my face.
0: I, I think I remember asking if you would be a co-host. You eat the food out of my house. Not tonight. Slap my
2: dog. <laughs> what? Spit in his face. How dare All right. You. Do we have a topic to talk about today? What is a topic? <laughs> We're going to get philosophical with you guys tonight. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who decides what a topic
1: is? Jonathan. I am. I am. Oh, 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 oh. I am. I am the philosophy. Oh, gosh. Okay. There it was. Thank you for finishing that
0: sentence.
1: <laughs> you guys stopped me. I just said I am. And then you said. No, mean, oh, you I mean. I'm just glad I didn't say I am Austin. That
0: would have been far better than what you were saying.
1: I was going to say I am the philosophy.
0: I,
2: All right. I am the philosophy. You that try that to turn me. a fancy
1: watch
2: you got.
1: you try to man. turn me into a heretic. What is happening on that? There's so much going on. It tells me my heartbeat. The percentage it tells me the date. The day it tells me my steps. Does it tell you the time? It tells me the distance and miles. It tells me the time to the second.
2: Wow, dude, that it is. It tells me my heart rate. Did I say that, well, that looks good. good. Well, I'm I'm impressed by that.
1: That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. You know, that's this is also a foreshadowing of Darth Vader. It's <laughs> his uh, time is running out. <laughs> it's partially red. Don't Vader is not partially. He's got those red buttons. He's got the most basic. Have you ever noticed in the original when like we're not going, to it sets his chest piece down there, and it looks like a three-year-old red, green, blue buttons. I feel like I feel like
2: it's one of those like you know basic soundboards that if you started it would be like do 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 Pretty I'm good.
0: not even going to defend it because sure. we have other things to talk about. But there is so much wrong with y'all's assumptions. There is so much wrong with costume, with- his outfit. Costume, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you have to call it a costume. It's because he's a right there. Yeah, because he's not real. Okay, anyways, go ahead.
2: <laughs> That's not what you told me earlier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would someone please go to the topic? <laughs> Jonathan Louison over here. <laughs> Classic. All right. Okay. So, the
1: topic for today, as aforementioned in the previous podcast, is <laughs> generally speaking, oh. ambition. But more Ooh. specifically speaking,. Uh, we're talking about wisdom, talking about wisdom literature, talking yeah. about Ecclesiastes. Solomon says in Ecclesiastes that a man's work is a lot given to him by God, and he should toil and take joy in that. Uh. And the pleasure of his tool. that's his lot. That's what he's been given.
0: Uh.
1: Um, but what if your tool changes from time to time? So the question is, uh, as a man, as a young man, as you think through these things, as you think through your life, uh, occupations, careers, things like that. The Lord gives you these lots, right? He gives you this toil. You give, He gives you this work for a purpose. When you find yourself in a season with a job, how do you moderate or how do you think through the difference between being content with the lot the Lord's given you in having some sort of ambition, and I don't even mean wicked ambition, I mean like a godly ambition, a godly desire to excel, to do more, to provide for your family. How do you how do you think through those things? How do you know when too much is too much? How do you know when your desires are too big? How do you know whenever your heart has shifted um, to the desires of the eyes or the pride of life, the desires mm-hmm. of the flesh? That's good.
0: You start us off, Austin. What are your thoughts? I think you've gone too far when you can begin to notice that it's selfish and not like we talked about in the last episode. What was the quote you used? Golly, we got to go find that quote again. That was such a good quote. (laughs) The one that I took from you. I didn't take from you, but you said I. Oh,
1: it's yours now.
0: No.
2: (laughs) It's yours now.
0: No, I, I do think, you know, like, is what I'm about to do bringing glory to God or is what I want to do bring glory to God? Is it worthy of praise? Is it honorable? Is it good? You know, does it go through that, that test of Philippians four, eight? Um, and I think that, yeah, I think that the ultimate thing is like, is it selfish? Am I, is it what I'm wanting to do? Is it because I want more money? Mm-hmm. and is it because I'm not trusting in the Lord or is this an act of me trusting in the Lord? You know, I, w- I would say, you know, when Anna and I moved to Brandon, me changing occupations here, um, I mean, this was an act of trusting in the Lord in this. So this was not like chasing after any sort of ambitions. Like, I, you know, I want to be a pastor again one day, Lord willing, I pray that that would happen. If it doesn't, I pray the Lord grant me contentment in that, right? But there wasn't this, like, grand ambition, like, I'm going to go down, I'm going to change people's lives, and everybody's going to recognize me to be this pastor so that I can blow up and be a pastor in another church somewhere else. Or you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, that wasn't the ambition. It was just, I'm going to go, I'm going to work, I'm going to be a faithful husband, a faithful church member, and just see what the Lord has in store for my life.
1: So in that, you said something, and I have another question. Is it wrong to desire more money? No, no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I, I would say I don't think that it's necessarily wrong but I do think that we have to be careful I mean we have to consider well, we have to be careful in all things right we have to consider you know that it's not that the love of money is the root of all evil right wait the love of money is the root of all evil right? is it not <laughs> it's not the the love of I'm money. taking what you tell me no, wholesale no, no, no. <laughs> I'm the, the whole wholesale. love of money <laughs> the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil Or does it say that um that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the verse memorized in the you know, in the right? Bible. In, it is it is in the Bible. All right, bring it. You bring, you I bring want you, you to bring it forward. Well, go ahead. Answer what you were going to say. You said no, so go ahead. I would
2: just say no. I think uh, so. I struggled. I wouldn't say I struggled with this, but uh, you know, I've I've read a bunch of um, you know different pastors on um, on having much, and there was a there was a season in my life where I thought I was just going to go be a missionary overseas. Right? I was in my Early college years, and I thought, man, I'm just gonna sell everything. Why doesn't everybody sell everything and go be a missionary to the unreached people groups? Right? Mm-hmm. I was in my David Platt radical season of life, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was that was kind of my reality for a while. And I think even as a as a youth minister, you know, I didn't make a lot of money. My wife was a teacher; she didn't make a lot of money. And uh, man, we we truly did live paycheck to paycheck, and it was something that. Um, but even in that there was a lot of joy in our lives. There was a lot of contentment in our lives that we didn't need more. Right. But there was a season where, um, we have a, we have a five-year-old at home at the time we had a, you know, almost three-year-old. We had a desire to have more children and we had a, we had a desire to grow our family. And, uh, at that time I was like, I know that the Lord is not calling us to move overseas, but, man, I think it would be really cool to be able to support uh, people who do go over there and support them well. Um, I know that's a massive struggle for a lot of people is, is getting that stuff. And so I know that in my in my own heart, there was a desire, one, for my family, and there was a, di- a desire, two, for the kingdom, mm-hmm. right? And so I knew that as the Lord was calling, because he was, he was calling me out of ministry, and I, I specifically was looking for a career, not to just move into Jackson. It was, I was looking for a career that would bring me the earning potential my family needed, right? My wife was hating her job. We wanted more kids. We wanted to to give, you know, abundantly to the kingdom. And you can, you can do that on less, but, you know, we still needed a specific amount to make that a reality. And mm-hmm. it was more than what I was making. And it was more than what any job I was looking for was offering. And so for me, it was a... Uh, you know, Lord, I desire to be faithful to you and I desire to be a faithful husband and a faithful father. And to do that, I've got to be able to earn X amount of dollars. Can you make that a reality? And I know he can, you know. And so I think that's where it came to me. I came down and started to realize, like, it's not about, it wasn't about I had a love of money for money's sake. It was I need to be able to earn so I can provide. And so I need to make more money because of that. It's just reality. I have to make more money to make that to make that come true. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I found myself from, like a, you know, not going too deep into the scripture aspect of it. Yeah, but you know, that was just kind of what came to my mind, and I was immediately as I was praying out those things. So,
0: but bring it up. First Timothy six. By okay, what's it say? Uh, and I miss. <laughs> what's funny is you I misquoted. Mis- I, mis- I misquoted the misquote. Oh yeah, <laughs> the misquote is. The money is the root of all evil, right? But Paul right. says to Timothy, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains.
1: I mean, that's pretty serious, right? It is. Like, not many times in the New Testament do you see something directly tied to apostasy. You know, like... Don't do this, don't yeah. do that, don't be a drunkard, don't be sexually immoral. This, you know, you sin against your body, blah, 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 so, so and so and so and so and so on. Like how many times do you see these things murder, lying, stealing, covetousness? How many times do you see those tied directly, one to one correlation with apostasy? Not very often. Yeah. But right there, Paul says the love of all the love of money leads to all kinds of evils. And it's like it's that allure, it's that desire, which I think comes back to first John right? The whole, um, the pride of life, the, the desire of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this sort of pompous, it's essentially, it's, it's, it's anti-gospel ultimately, because what is the gospel is that our reward, our kingdom is in heaven. But the flip side of that, the anti-gospel there is that our, our reward and our kingdom is here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is why the prosperity gospel is so, it's, it, that is very demonic. In the sense that it says, "Hey, you can build your kingdom here Mm -hmm. and there." That's not—I mean, we're not—we're not—we're not not meant to desire this world, and so, like, that's why it's—it's—and I think sometimes it can be really insidious. It's something that you have, which is why I was thinking about this thing because I find myself pondering the same thing. Right? We just had John Anders. Um, I have a strong desire uh, for John Anders to be homeschooled at least for his young years, and Lord willing, if we have more kids, for those those kids to be you know uh, homeschooled—that's a perfect. Personal preference, a personal desire of mine. My wife did not enjoy her career. It was very stressful, unnecessarily, and so I have a strong desire for my wife to be home and to raise children, raise godly children. Um, but then you start thinking about the same thing, right? Like, like logistically, you need X, Y, and Z. But then you, you like, you say, oh, I need this to do this. But even then, you, it's dangerous because you can have a certain lifestyle, right? There's polar ends of this. Like, I could live off of what I'm making right now in a crack house, right? So, like, do you need, like, what, where did Jesus live? Where was Jesus born? Yeah.
0: You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: So, like, it's you can really, it's, it's one of the, that's why I, the question and the situation is so nuanced. So you can nitpick it to, de- to death. Yeah,
2: and I think that's where I go back to, I think, I think it's going to be very just bland to the fact that if you have a desire to make money, because you love money and you love what money can get you. Mm-hmm. You know, like Lydia and I were just talking about this the other day. Um, you know, like we've got, I've got family who is extremely wealthy, like, extremely so. Like, don't know why they work anymore because they, they shouldn't need to. And, uh, and I was just talking, I'm like, man, the, the reality is, is that, you know, if, if I'm successful, you know, if I continue to be successful, the Lord grants me that in my career then i we could potentially know wealth that i had never experienced growing up and really that my wife had not experienced growing up and yet in my in my heart my desire is that my lifestyle doesn't really change all that much just my ability to prep for the future and give and things of that nature right but like i think about this you know when we moved here um we chose to live in Jackson, one, because we couldn't afford anything in the Brandon-Madison area, so we had to choose cheaper. And now that we're in Jackson, my wife has quit working, praise the Lord, but that means I still can't move to, <laughs> to some of these other places, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my daughter is in, she's she's ready to go to school, you know? She's got friends, and we're we've been in some really godly places. Well, like, she's not going to public school in Jackson, Mississippi. It's not happening. Yeah. So what do I have to do? I've got to send her to private school. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's stupid expensive. <laughs> like it just is. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to be able to, to earn, to provide the means of that reality. Um, and I, and I, that's where I've kind of gotten, I've come to a very content place with my theology on this to go, uh, Lord, as long as I'm not loving the money just to have the money, right, may you just help me thrive for your kingdom and for my family and for, for the gospel. You know, because uh, you you're right. You could have six kids in a crack house, and you know, <laughs> be able to live on one salary. Um, but you know, who knows how that's going to affect your children <laughs> to grow up in those neighborhoods and, and things in the, and things of that nature. So the reality is, is we still want to be able to give our our families a life. And I think that's where I really enjoy what Paul. I I'm really appreciative of what Paul says in Philippians chapter four. He says. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. Uh, in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Boom. You know?
0: I, I was going to say, you First know, in context. I, I really do think that the contentment, you, you'll you find whether you're content in the Lord's will whenever those things aren't able to happen. Yeah, You know, like when... Like, let's say, let's just say, for instance, for you, you know, this is a new transition for you in your life and Kelly's staying home. Like, what if the Lord just didn't provide the means for that to happen? That's when you find out where's my heart as far as my love for money and how I view raising, you know, having, you know, having more money, you know, like, am I content mm-hmm. in the Lord if that doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. I think that's where you find, I think that's the balance there is that. That's interesting because I also
2: believe that our Lord is, uh, is a is a God of providence, right? That He provides. Our name it, brother. You know, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) name it. it, You name
1: it, I'll claim it. I was about to say, let's let's talk about that.
0: But I mean, like seriously,
2: like I believe I believe one that the Lord provides for His people, right? I think in all things He provides for His people, and uh, you know, if Jonathan needs to make X amount of dollars. To, That's so
1: subjective. That's where
2: I get off the train. Is like, I don't it's think so it's I don't subjective. think it's that. I don't think it's necessarily I, that subjective. I'm going to
0: have to push back a little bit because the thing is, is that in in our salvation, in our in our joy of knowing Christ, we're not promised wealth or you know the things that help us li- live in that type of manner. It could really be that the Lord calls us to to live broke.
1: You know, I'm but not my, saying that
0: that's in every situation. I do yeah. think it's a little bit different from person to person to person. Like I don't think it's just like, well, yeah. But I in like, prosperity and wealth, right? But I'm saying like Jonathan with one
2: kid, his needs are different than yeah know, my absolutely. needs with two kids. Absolutely. I mean, you know Three what I mean? Kids, Three four kids, kids, four five kids, five, five. You kids. Know? However many kids. If if the Lord called us to adopt, if the Lord called us to adopt, right? Like yeah. if we truly knew that that was going to be the case. Let me tell you, so what, man? I know a guy who spent forty grand on adoption. And I don't have that in my back pocket. I don't know if you guys do, but but I don't I don't have forty grand in my I'll back pocket. I tell you how I adopted and, Bruno, and I know that if the Lord called us, I know that if the Lord called us to adopt, He would
0: provide the means, mm-hmm. right? Like I mean, I think that's no, the reality. I, I, I do think, no, I do agree with that. Like if, but I also think you know adoption is a beautiful picture of the gospel, and I think so. He'll provide is, for that for that. Well, no, but I'm but not the. Children I'm saying that we have no, no. I'm I do think He's going to provide, but what I am saying like. It might mean that he provides through two parents working, not one parent working. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know. That's not, I mean, that's just about how it be. maybe
1: so. One of my favorite one of my favorite New Testament verses is the foxes have their holes, yeah, and the birds of the air have their nests, but the Son of Man doesn't have a place to lay his lit his head, and so. And that's another thing. It's like when these was well, just when these wildly subjective topics. which is why I wanted to talk about it. It's like you have people on both poles. Disclaimer: We were mocking prosperity stuff while ago. When I said name it, I was joking. I mean, extremely facetious. <laughs> I am as, as far away from prosperity preaching as you could as you could get. Same. So that's from that.
0: Possum Neck, Mississippi.
1: <laughs> there ain't no prosperity <laughs> over there in Possum Neck. <laughs> Let me tell you. Anyways, so. You know, you could. There have been people who've taken this to extremes. On one extreme, you do have these prosperity preachers who legitimately tie their wealth to God's favor. They've convinced themselves that God must favor me because I'm wealthy. Yeah. Right. On the other end of the spectrum, you 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 look at. Um, Christ was a man of sorrows. Yeah. Uh, Christ was afflicted. He was smitten. He was cast down. Right. Paul himself also mirrored that. Paul was beaten and ran out of town and he was hungry and he was naked and he was distressed and all of these things. And some people think, man, I'm not really living a holy life or a godly life unless I'm actively seeking to mirror these things. And so, like, it's such a polarized topic that there's, you know, the, the thing is, is there is a middle ground and there, and there's different roads for everybody to To walk. Like the Lord absolutely has given some of his children more wealth than the three of us would ever see in 30 lifetimes. Yeah, sure. But the Lord also has had children who barely survived, right? And so, like, there's, you can't, you can't say that one is better than the other. Absolutely. And and so, like, when we talk about, like, what does it mean for me to provide for my family? It doesn't necessarily mean providing a nice house. It does, I mean, like, does the Lord have children in crack houses right now? Absolutely he does. (laughs) Yes. Affirm. And he doesn't favor those kids any less. And and, yeah.
0: and regardless of the fact of whether you're poor or rich, it doesn't take away from the fact the Lord has provided, and the Lord is good in all His provisions, whether for the poor or for the rich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that just that honestly just goes back to Jonathan's
2: whole point to the beginning, right? That the Lord has given to each of us our lot, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the wisdom. Does it change? Does it? And I think it does. Are there rags
1: to riches in Ooh, the kingdom? Man, absolutely. <laughs> rags to riches. I hope so. I'm just kidding. <laughs> From possum neck to the top.
0: The celestial city. It's yeah. not looking good right now. <laughs> it's not. Looking good right
2: now. <laughs> but we're still young, you know. So that's, that's right. right. Um, no, but I mean, I do. I do. Think, I hope that everyone or anyone who's listening will help us out or hope they hear from us that, hey, whether you have much or whether you have little, the Lord is is there behind you. And it doesn't mean that he's favoring uh, Jeff Bezos <laughs> more that, than, than us, right? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, what is important for us all to know is that um, those of us in Christ have more riches than the wealthiest people on this earth. Uh, you know, we can we can talk, you know, poorly about billionaires and Congress people who take advantage of X, Y, and Z all day long. But um, if they are not in Christ, then we are richer than they will ever be, and that's mm-hmm. just the truth, you know. So I have a question. We gotta be quick. I think.
1: Well, it's worth talking about. I think. Here's the question. We would all be lying if we said we've never felt our heart going that way in some way. Desiring riches, riches desiring wealth, desiring pride, desiring position, what are the things that come along with it? So what would you say, what would you say is a good way to discern your motivation? For one, dropping back to the initial question. Here I am in this station, but I want, I want to provide more, I want to make more, I want to do more. Yeah. How do I know If that is good or if that's wicked, this
2: is gonna be such a cop out. But I've just got to go back to my answer from last week. (laughs) No, I've got to go back to my answer. You know, from last week's episode when we talked about wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. I lean so heavily. We talk about the reality is is we need wisdom in everything, and we need wisdom especially in situations like this. If my heart for earning money, you know, or, or having the desire to earn more money, like even now in my life. If my heart is to have that for selfish gain, mm-hmm. right? If it's there for out of jealousy sake, you know, like man, I have told I've said this before. I'm like, dude, if you handed me ten million dollars, I'd never work another day in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can make that last, and I'd live on more money than whatever. And now I'm not, and I say that in a very mocking way, but I can tell you in my heart that like, there's a bit of selfish the selfish selfishness there that like. Oh man, yeah! Wouldn't it be cool if just he handed 10, 10 million? You yeah. know,
0: like that'd be neat. I'm waiting any day for that. <laughs> Here's one of my waiting tips for it, Before but brand uh, weeds in someone's yard.
2: <laughs> but uh, I mean, for me, it's like okay. So if my desire is to earn more in my career, right, to grow exponentially in my career, then one, what's my desire? Is it selfish and is it jealousy? Mm-hmm. Right, I want to because of what other people have. I want to because of I just want more money. Or is is my desire out of this is it pure right so is it pure i have a desire to provide for my family in a, in a unique way i have a desire to see the kingdom grow i desire to give to, to missionaries or to the church in different ways well, yada 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 um and i i would say that's how i discern personally that's how mm-hmm. i did discern mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. i had the opportunity to go to a fifty thousand dollar a year job or go the route where Man, you're going to build your own business and you have the potential to make a lot of money. And for me, it wasn't about making a lot of money. It was about the flexibility it gave me to my family. It, gave, it was the flexibility that I could provide in unique ways. My wife could quit her job and all these things. So for me, it was really, I mean, I was praying consistently for weeks. Lord, is this selfishness that's causing me to have this desire or is this pure and is it of you? You know, mm-hmm. And that's where I
0: found my contentment is that it was of the Lord. <clears throat> yeah, I think I would ask the question: like, Is what I'm pursuing going to advance the kingdom in any way? Like, what What is the end goal to the kingdom of God in this pursuit? Um, I think Andrew, the former co-host on the podcast, he used to ask former you know, helper, former helper. That's right. Yeah, he former used to, he used to ask the question: Is you know what what opportunity allows you to make disciples at a higher rate? I thought that was a pretty good question to think through some things, and sometimes that, you, you can't. A higher pay rate? Is no, that what you're saying? No, no, no. Just that I uh, make disciples at a higher rate. You know, like like uh, oh, yeah, opens up more opportunity. Really streamline the process. Yeah. No, oh, <laughs> that's not what that means. <laughs> Anyways, so I I would say this. I can remember we had just won the bowl game for at home's, and I was going back. We, we got rings for it and I, I'll go and I pick up the ring and I remember looking at it and I thought to myself, I spent half my life up until that point pursuing this piece of treasure and it was absolutely worthless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like I do believe that the that I brought glory to God in my character and, and stuff like that, but my pursuit, like this was my end goal, like I just gotta get this ring and they get it and it's just like, man, this is... For what? Like, what did this do for the kingdom?
1: Yeah. I think I think that is extremely insightful. When you think about your reasoning for wanting to change your position or advance your position, whatever that vision is that you have, that end goal, that thing you're trying to attain, if it's a thing and not Christ, then you're selfish Amen. and the desire is not from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Even good things, good things can be so, so deceptive. I always say that once you've walked with the Lord for a while and a lot of the big things are gone, they're not always gone so fast. You still deal with some of the big things, but a lot of the big things go away. It's then the more um, subtle sins, the things that are good that turn into idols that you really have to watch out for. Mm. And so in all decisions... Uh, as, as Colton was talking about praying, you know, Austin a while ago started my thunder with praying, and so I'll steal whatever he was about to say with praying.
0: You mean last
1: week? Let it be this <laughs> perpetual thing that you're constantly seeking the Lord. Like, okay, Lord, I started out in this thing in a good heart. Am I maintaining a good heart? That's good. Has my heart been led astray? Like, I, I've had a little taste of this, and now has that, have I lost my taste for Christ, and I've gained a taste for the, the things of the world? And so is it good to gain more things? Is it good to further the kingdom? Is it good to hold the rope? Is it good to provide a good life for your family? Is it good to facilitate an environment that's not in a crack house? Um, you know, potentially to, to, to disciple children and give them a safe place to protect your family. These are good things. But whenever that becomes your ultimate goal and not, I'm doing these things for the glory of God. In a really small, and a really subtle in a really insidious way, your heart may be making an idol.
2: Hmm. Mm. That's good, man. That's really good. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up for us. So be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Exiles Pod, as well as private messages, any question you may want answered. There may be something from this episode that you'd like us to discuss more, or maybe something piqued your, piqued your mind and you'd like to hear a little bit more about us talking about it in that way. So uh, please reach out to us. We'd love to be able to, to discuss this even further if there's someone who's interested. But you can also contact us with your questions by emailing us at TheExilesPod at gmail.com. We have a new podcast every Tuesday, and so. Before you exit off, be sure to leave a review, share this episode with your friends, and leave us a like. And until next time, peace. See you.
1: Yep.